Hello and welcome to another episode of the Red, White, and the Blues podcast where Daniel is tardy. Um, (laughs) And (laughs) happy holidays to all those listening around the world, specifically the United States because that's pretty much the only place we get listeners. But happy holidays to yours, to you, you, you and yours, yeah, whatever. You and yours, yeah, yeah. yeah. Out there, um, this will be the Christmas episode, I guess, since we won't be recording for a while. Um, but anyway, uh, Jason, how you doing tonight, my main brochacho? I'm good, my main bro taco. Um, I dude, I'm liking the snapback you got rocking. Oh, it's my um, it's my college team I represent, snapback. Oh yeah. So, yeah, there they are. Yep. Um, uh, I won't give it away, but there was a very prestigious trophy uh, won by your college team. <laughs> that's true. There was recently. There was. There was a very prestigious trophy won. Um, second, the last <laughs> I don't know why we're being so secretive about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. Um, LSU. In case you people are wondering out there, I'm an LSU fan. Give me hate in the comments. Got screwed. Should have been in the playoffs. This should be a 12 team playoff. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> Oh, man, that's one thing you don't want Jason and me talking about on this podcast is college football. Although we've been to a lot man, of games. You, definitely, you don't want us to talk yes. about it. I, yeah, I've been to more LSU games than probably just about anything. So, Yeah, I mean, yeah. and if it's not LSU games, it's been state games for me. I've been to more of those games. So, Yeah, yeah. state yeah, state games separate for a second. It's funny, um, though. We both graduated but, from the same college and never went to any of those games at all. <laughs> No, 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 dude. We did go to one of those games. You we, remember? We went to like a half uh, of fire it. baton. Oh yeah, we, oh, we went okay, to like yeah. half of it, didn't we? Didn't we leave after the fire baton? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, went to like half of it. So lame. Well, I don't, I don't think. Did we hear about she was going to set the baton on fire before we went? Yes. Or were we surprised at the game? Okay. No, that's why we went because we okay. heard through the grapevine that she was going to twirl flaming batons, and that's the sole purpose we went to the game was to see the girl twirl the batons. That were flaming. And then we left. Yeah. And then we left. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Um, but another news that doesn't involve Jason Amon's uh personal life from many, many moons ago. Uh <laughs> Chelsea won. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I meant to go back and listen to um the uh the predictions because I don't remember. Maybe I can pull them up while we're talking. I know personally, I predicted us to lose one nil because I refused to predict us to win another match yeah. until we actually won. I know you predicted us to win. I just don't know what you predicted us to win by. So okay, I'm gonna find. I'm gonna listen to this while we're talking, so we I won't slow us down. But um, but yeah, I uh, I'll let you know. I'll let yeah. you know what it is. Oh yeah, that is weird. A lot of our. Oh, never mind. We're good. I, I, I was going to say, I also saw that our episodes mm-hmm. uploaded as well, but uh, I think we're okay. Yeah. Re-uploaded. Um, oh, good name on the podcast last week, too, by the way. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. I try I try to name them uh, through my delirium when I uh, take, my, take too much time to or procrastinate uploading them. <laughs> so that's where that comes from. Yeah. So, um... Chelsea won. We won 2 0. Uh, it's the Christmas season. We have one match before Christmas tomorrow. Well, I guess when you're listening to this, it'll be today against Newcastle. And then we'll have another one at the, two days after Christmas. 
Um. Uh. Yeah. Against yeah. Wolves. So yay, Chelsea. Yay. So on. Yeah. Or no, the twenty fourth, the Chelsea. day before Christmas. Sorry, why did I say? There's too many games. It freaking December. Too many games going on. I can't keep track of our schedule. Yeah. I I would much rather have the Boxing Day match yes. than to have the Christmas Eve match. I'm I'm a little upset actually. I'm upset when you told me before we got on this podcast that it starts at seven freaking o'clock in the morning. And I have uh, yeah, I'm sorry about that. to wake up at seven o'clock in the morning on Christmas Eve on my day off and watch freaking Chelsea play Wolves. Yeah. Why can't it be on Christmas? I, I know. would be up at seven o'clock on Christmas Day. Got to open presents with the kids. So you'd already be up yeah. at seven. You could just have Chelsea playing in the background. Just ha- have Chelsea on to ruin your Christmas. Yeah. At least we'll ruin Christmas Eve and not Christmas Day. So there's a positive. I guess. Because um, that's what would happen. Hmm? That's what would happen. They would ruin Christmas. They would. They would ruin Christmas. They would. Um, Sorry, I'm I'm now listening to our podcast, so it's up to you to carry this. <laughs> well, I was about to, you know, proceed into the uh, match review portion segment highlights of this episode. Um, but, I mean, I don't really know what to talk about. Because the first half, I don't, I mean, like, this is the thing. We talked about a little bit briefly before we got on the podcast. We're literally running out of things to talk about on this podcast because it's the same thing every week. Like, it's just like why I haven't <laughs> written a blog in um, like yeah. two weeks because it's the same blog every week. And it's just like this would have been a repeat of another blog because it's like yeah. we sucked in the first half and then we came out and scored two goals in the second half and won the match. So... I don't really want to talk about the first half. We won. I guess we can talk about the second half. Whatever. I don't know. I don't know where to go with this team. They just frustrate me. Even when we went 2-0, I'm still frustrated. I um I only got to watch parts of the game. So I didn't even really... I wasn't a very good text messaging uh, person during this game. Because I haven't gotten to actually sit down and watch a match in a while. It's been a couple weeks. Um, yeah, yeah. It's been it's been like the last three games actually, which is getting kind of annoying. Um, that should change now that we're about to go into the break. But I am trying to find the stats of this game. Man, Mudrick got a rating of six point three mm-hmm. from the Fop Mob in this game. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Where everybody else got pretty good ratings. It looks like. Well, I mean, let's see. Let's Cole Palmer, highest rated. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, dominated possession seventy eight percent. 3.05 expected goals. We had two. 15 shots, six on target, five big chances created. 91% passing accuracy, which is Jason's favorite stat to harp on. Um, wow. I mean, that's actually pretty good for us. It is pretty good for us. Um, Yeah. I don't know. But it's Sheffield United. This is what should happen. But it shouldn't take you 45 minutes to figure out that this is what you should be doing. Was it just um, uh, inability to break down a low block again? Because that's no. what the stats seemed like. They didn't play a low block. Not as low as what they did. So we just suck. No, we just suck. Yeah. No, they played They played a 4-1-4-1. Yeah. They actually came out at times and would press us a little bit. Like, it wasn't that they just set in a low block. They did. I would say they set in a low block more in the second half than they did the first half. Um. 
Mm. But it wasn't like that they just sat there and five at the back, like a five, two, let me five, six, seven, eight, nine, two, yeah, five, two, three, or something like that, or five, three, two, something like that, where they just put everybody behind the ball. I mean, they came out and actually played. And it was, that's what I think what made the first half even more frustrating is that they weren't sitting in a low block and we still couldn't do anything. So, um, we did just watch that video where they were talking about, they went through all the stats or whatever, and they basically said the same thing that we say every week. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, where we're really like we can hold on to the ball, we can have a lot of possession, but we don't do anything with it, and we suck in the final third. And basically, that's because we have an inexperienced team. Um, and then in that video they could they compared like some of our players who haven't played in the Premier League that long to some of the other young players in the Premier League who played like two hundred and fifty games, or Declan Rice has played like an amazing amount of games or something right now. Yeah, and um. And, like, comparing our midfielders to their midfielders, whatever, whatever. And, yeah, I mean, it's like you said, man. It's the same stuff every single week. Like, just an inability to, like, live up to the potential and to take advantage of the chances that are created. And, yeah. Uh, so, um, you can find us on X. <laughs> oh, gosh, that was a giant. <laughs> Edit that out in post, Jason. Yeah, I'll think about it. I might, that might need to say uh, that's a pretty great sound. Oh gosh, that one just came out of nowhere. Just came out of nowhere. I'm gonna be able to see that spike on the the audio wave. Yeah, that's definitely gonna be a spike. You don't, you don't know right where that is. Right where that one is. Glad I've never made anyone hiccup like that before. Oh man, it's what you do to me, Jason. Yeah, so just uh, like it was just a really bad joke that kind of hiccuped. Yep. You. I don't know what that meant. That was a really bad joke in general. So, yeah, I mean, but here's the thing. Here, here's what the, my point about this match and why it's not like it really wasn't that much different. So, if you look at the Everton match, the stat lines are very similar. Like, we had 16 shots, we had four shots on target, we didn't create any big chances in the Everton match. Our passing percentage was a little better. So it's one of those things. We still had 72% possession against Everton. We controlled the match. But if you ask anybody that watched that match, Chelsea was never in control of that match. So I I feel like it's just a broken record at this point. Like, yeah, we control the match. We have the possession. But blah, 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 blah. We don't do anything with it. So whatever. Yeah, the the stats from the Everton match are insane. Mm Mm-hmm. We only had an 87% passing accuracy, though, in the Everton match. So, just saying. Yep, just saying. Jason's point's proven. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a genius. Jason is a genius. So, in light of that, there's nothing really to talk about. Um, I mean, Cole Palmer had a moment of brilliance twice, uh, scoring the goal and finding Nico for the other one. And, thankfully, Nico didn't screw it up. Um, Like, he does so many freaking goals. Um, But that's besides the point. (laughs) <laughs> um anyway. Uh yeah, so who was your player of the match, Jason? Mm, Told you it's gonna be a quick episode tonight. <laughs> uh Cole Palmer. Okay. That's fair. That- I'll pick the player of the match. Um I man though, uh like it's nice to see Gallagher back. Looks like he had a pretty good day. Um 
And yeah, those probably, oh, Petrovic, uh, way to step up, get, get a clean sheet on your first start. That's right. Small boy. Uh, who need, uh, uh, I would just like to say Bob who? Yeah, Bob. <laughs> yes. Um, with you. the Petrovic era is here, Jason. I know you sent me that, uh, that text. I think I sent you the, um, the lineup. Um, also I would like to say in cuckoo for man of the match for being able to make the damn bench. <laughs> It's a great shout, Jason. He made the bit, and hey, he warmed up and was about to come in the match before we scored the second goal. So, I mean, I mean, he hey, almost played that's something. He almost played. He was kind of on the pitch, sort of, kind of. I mean, we might as well say he was there. I mean, way to go, in Cuckoo. Way to go. <laughs> it's almost there, buddy. You're almost there. Dude gets an eight point five just for being. <laughs> He looked warming good, sit, yeah, for warming up, sitting on the bench all match. Eight point five for Nkuku, official player of the match. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Nico, Nico got another goal. <sighs> I don't care. Go, go, Nico. I don't care, I, dude. It will never fail that if I make a comment about a player during the match on Twitter, they will inevitably yeah. turn around and do something good. Like I was on yeah. some some Nico slander and hate. Before he scored that goal. Still am. Not sold on him. <laughs> I don't care if he had one good month in La Liga. I don't think he's that good. Um, okay. Hey, we can talk about this for a second. Okay, let's to. talk about whatever I'm looking at. I'm looking at how many goals Nico has scored in the Premier League. Just the Premier League, because that's basically all That's all we play in. And he has seven yeah. on the season right now. Mm-hmm. Like... And Cole Palmer has six. Mm-hmm. Sterling has five. How many assists does Palmer have, though? Because I think his goal contributions like more than anybody he else's. He has three. This is just Premier League so far, but he has three. So nine goal contributions. Pretty good. Yeah. And then uh, Nico only has one. Sterling has... Five goals, two assists. So seven. Um, and then let's check out just a few others while we're at it. Clickety click. Palmer zero goals, four assists. Sorry, Gallagher zero goals, four assists. Yeah, Gallagher didn't have the shooting boots. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna guess uh, Mudrick has two goals, one assist. Anyway, by those by those metrics, <laughs> by those metrics, we could. Are we first in the Premier yeah. League, Jason? Is that what you're telling me? No, no, no. We're <laughs> definitely tenth. Hey, but we moved up. We did, and we're solely in tenth now. We have 22 points. Yep. Hey, we're not even halfway to the season. We're almost halfway to our goal of not getting relegated. This is a great season. That's true. I mean, hey, if we just do what we do in the the, you know second half of the season, we won't be relegated. We'll be sitting on 44 points. Merry friggin' Christmas. That's all I got to say, everybody. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, man. Um, Yeah, I I think my player of the match personally is going to go to Petrovic because – like I said, yeah. and text you, and I will. I'm determined to get hashtag Petrovich era trending on Twitter at some point. So, Chelsea fans that are listening to this, hashtag 
Petrovich air during the matches, okay? I tweeted it out like 20 times and nobody got caught on to it. We only have like 40 <laughs> followers. Anyway, so if you don't follow us on X, follow us on X and hashtag Petrovich air because it is here. Jason's made the best quote yeah. of this podcast so far. Bob who? Um, Because it is the Petrovich <laughs> era. Bob will never see the pitch again. Yeah, I yeah, Bob, stay off our pitch. I don't want none of your weird phantom dives for nothing anymore. Okay, it might look good on a poster, just because it's funny to make fun of. But but we need a real goalkeeper in there. Okay, we need a real goalkeeper between the sticks. And Bob, you are not it. Definitely not. Definitely not it. Um. So we have. 22. So we're four points off a of ninth. So we're not moving up this week, even if we beat Wolves. Um, so whatever. Meh. Yeah, you know, there's ten, ten is our spot. We're finishing tenth this we year. We are. We're, we're we're really good at tenth. That's about where we yeah. we we stand. Um. So oh wait, I had a couple more notes. Let me look at my notes right quick, Jason. All right, did player the match? We won. I went over that. Um, oh, so thoughts on this. Interesting. This is the only other note I have. So after this is there's nothing. Um, okay. So if you want to drag the podcast out, we need to continue this point for a while. Um, uh, thoughts on, uh, Enzo not starting and how it sort of translated to the pitch. Good thing, bad thing. Thoughts. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I, I didn't get to watch that much of the match. Um, so I, I'm probably not qualified to say this Jason, uh, at all. You're always qualified to say whatever you want to oh, say. Yeah, we have a podcast. You're right. Damn it. Okay. So, um, yeah, man, I think it's, I think it's interesting to try Gallagher in the pivot. I, because he normally, well, I mean, right now we just let him free roam. And so the one of the issues with Gallagher um, has always been, no matter where you put him, he's just going to kind of run all over the place. Yeah. So I'm going to have to like dig deeper into this uh, game a little bit and actually look at some of like maybe the average position or the average passing route or whatever. But... I don't know. I feel like Enzo, I don't know how much he's producing this season. Like, I don't know how much he's creating this season um, anyway. And I might I might just compare him to Gallagher real fast. Well, shoot, I can't do that on here. Uh, and I don't have my phone. But uh, I'll just open it up in a separate tab. But um, I just want to look at, like, Gallagher and Enzo stats, which... Granted, like that's probably not like the way to compare them because you would you would want to compare him to Caicedo more, but then he plays a different role than Caicedo. Yeah, and I think that's part of the problem is is just like our midfield is like pretty good, but it's like one of the most expensive midfields like in the Premier League. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and like for for what they do. And for what they accomplish, I don't think that they're living up to their price tag, which comes down, always comes down to the inexperienced thing that we always talk mm-hmm. about. 
But I think it makes more sense to compare Enzo to Gallagher because I think they both try to play in similar like some similar things. Well, they both played in the pivot with Casado, and then they both played the ten as well. Like yeah. they sort of flip flop. This was the first time, I guess, since maybe the beginning of the season where we saw Gallagher in the pivot more. Well, and that's the thing. It's like, it depends on like, cause they're, they're honestly like most matches are interchangeable. Him and Enzo, mm-hmm. like in the pivot with Casado, like Casado is always going to be a little more back, but Gallagher and, and Enzo tend to right switch roles a little more like between the 10 and then in the pivot. So, yeah, I I um I'm just looking at their stats right now. Enzo does not have as good of stats as Gallagher. Well, he doesn't have as big of a rating. Uh, Gallagher has started every game. Enzo, this was the first game he hasn't started all season. Um, Enzo has two goals. Both are penalties, I imagine. Uh, two goals from thirty shots. And I think one's not Gallagher. One's not a penalty. Oh, one. Of, Oh, you're right. You're yeah. right. One is a penalty, um, the other one's not. Yeah. Yeah, so Gallagher has no goals but four assists. Um and off of 17 shots. So Enzo shoots a lot more than Gallagher. Um season performance. I don't know. I don't think expected goals makes that much sense here. But uh yeah, I don't really know what I'm looking at. Anyway, I don't know, man. It was an interesting thought experiment. I don't, I don't know. Largely, like, did the team look that different without him in there? But then Mudrick, apparently, according to the stats, didn't have as good of a day. So, do you need somebody like Enzo over there with him? Because to help Mudrick pick up the slack? Because if Mudrick, if Mudrick has to track back and defend a lot, I just don't think he's as successful because he's always wanting to go forward. Mm-hmm. And he wants to be that outlet on the left. I don't think he's a great outlet on the left right now, but he does look livelier every match. So I don't know if he's like growing in confidence and like some of these starts are allowing him to grow in the confidence, but I don't think he can be like a great left winger yet because he needs some kind of support. And if Gallagher's behind him, Gallagher's not giving him that much support because Gallagher's also trying to push forward. Um, Man, you think with as many people as we have, like, pushing into the box or, like, crossing into the box, you'd get somebody on the end of some, like, more than we do. And, like, they just are not there. Like, if Mudrick's passing the ball or crossing the ball in or if somebody on the right's crossing the ball in, which that gets interesting, right? Because, like, people crossing the ball from the right, like, we usually leave that up to Reese, like, when he's in. Yeah. Because everybody else is trying to get into the middle. Mm Mm-hmm. I think we just have too many people trying to play the same thing and it overcrowds the middle and then they don't, I don't know. It gets weird because they don't get on the end of it. We often have passes or crosses that nobody is there for. Yeah. Um, and then they can't finish. And then you just see like wild shots uh, from way outside the box that go nowhere. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what they're doing, man. Like, and it, it's it, it it comes down to the the selection from Poch again. Like like what what is he doing? Like is he using these players to the best of their abilities? Because um, he can put Palmer in ten all day, but Palmer stays higher up the pitch usually, or like or like north of the pit, like to the right. 
a lot of the time. Gallagher's constantly trying to push in everywhere. Like his his maps are insane. Like if you look at who them, Gallagher's, but yeah. yeah, it's all over the place, man. He literally, he's all over the place. He's literally like we talked about him here before. The kid that runs around a lot. Like he just is everywhere on the pitch. <laughs> right. Some matches it works out. Other matches it doesn't. Um, I will say this year he is in better. He has stayed in position better this year than what he has in the past. Um, I do think the point that I the reason I asked you that question is because if you look, and I think this is true. If you look at the responses on like Twitter and Reddit and like I don't know what Foot Mob said about the match, but um a lot of people have said that this was Casado's best match with Chelsea. Mm. Like that he performed better in this match than he has any other match. So with that being said, it's just weird that Enzo wasn't there. And that's why I brought it up. Yeah. Is because Enzo wasn't there. Now, granted, like, and, but that's the thing. It's like your point about did we look any better as a team? No, we didn't. Like, we looked the same. But Casado had a better match. Yeah. It was one of his better matches. Um. So, I don't know. I mean, I, it, it's weird. It's just a weird thought process because, like, Enzo really hasn't done anything. Gallagher doesn't necessarily do anything, but he's that guy that yeah. if you put him on the pitch, he's at least going to give you 110% every match, and he just doesn't get tired. Um, If you sub him right. out, it's going to be because he's on a yellow card pretty much every match. Um, So it's just, it's just interesting. And then Potch calling for a new midfielder a couple weeks ago. I'm like, dude, you have like – what more do you want, like in your midfield? Like I'm confused. Yeah. Um, Looking at Gallagher's um, that new that little thing that Fat Mob does now, where they kind of do player comparisons. Yeah. You know. And looking at his player traits, Gallagher is in the top 96 percent of for touches, the top 70 percent for aerial duels won, and the top 100 percent for defensive actions. Like, yeah. compared to other attacking midfielders and wingers, but his shot attempts are in the 13th percentile. Chances well, created are 30%, and goals are 3%. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing with Gallagher. So, it's like, if he ever figures out how to score... Yeah, oh yeah. Done. Like, he he, he would be a, a faster, better version of Lampard if he learned how to score. Don't think he ever will. Yeah. I don't think he'll ever live up to Lampard's who Lampard was, but he'd be good. He just can't. He, well, that's another thing to think about. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say another thing to think about though, like with, like on the Lampard train is if you have Caicedo and Gallagher in the midfield, your chances of getting goal are almost none. Yes. From True. the midfield. Mm-hmm. So, and um, Caicedo has zero goals and zero assists at the moment. Which I'm okay with. I'm, like, that's the thing. It's like, I'm okay with that at, like, one position in midfield. Like, I mean, like, you think yeah. back to the other Chelsea teams. Like, like my favorite defensive holding midfielder that's ever played Chelsea is Michael Essien. Blue moon goals from Essien. Like, 
Blue right. Moon goals. He wasn't there to score goals. He was there to shut down the middle. Conte, same way. Like, he wasn't there to score goals. He was there to shut the middle down. And I think yeah. that's what Casado's there to do. And so I'm okay with one position. It bothers me that Gallagher and Enzo don't produce more. Like, both of them. Yeah. So. So, so why is it okay? Yeah, so would you rather have, like, somebody who produces more with somebody who's more defensive. Yes. But I don't know. like Because cause would, that would be like Enzo would need to be in there then because he does produce more technically. True. But I like in this moment in time, I, I this season, like even though I guess Enzo has technically statistically produced more, one being a penalty, I'm like, how many assists does he have this year? None. Okay. Well, then technically Gallagher's produced more because he's got four. Yeah, with the four assists. With the yeah. four assists, so he's not scoring more, but he's producing more. So, and I rate his work rate. So I would rather a Gallagher Casado pivot than an Enzo Casado pivot. Yeah. Just from I mean, it's it's by a slim margin, but yeah, yeah. he is technically producing more. Yeah, and I, I don't. And Enzo's not. Like Enzo's not gonna be in eight in eight and five and eight and eight goals, five assists, eight goals, eight assists guy a year. Like, especially with him not taking penalties now and it being Palmer who's our predominant yeah. penalty. And I would assume that if Palmer's not taking it and Nkuku comes back, it'll be Nkuku taking it if Palmer's on the pitch. That would be my guess yeah. before Enzo. Maybe I'm wrong. Could be. I've been wrong before, and I'll be wrong again. That's just my assumption. Um, but I don't know. I, I I think Gallagher broke the curse this week. He had a lot better game. His recoveries were really well this week. He um, mm-hmm. I thought he played a lot better this week than what he had been playing in the previous couple of matches. Um. But I mean, outside—I mean, that's the thing—is like outside of Palmer, outside of our midfield, and of course Petrovic, nobody really played that well. Um, yeah, I mean Sterling, I guess had an assist. Whoopty freaking do! Good for you, Sterling. Um, I don't know. It just wasn't an impressive game. It was just another jealous game that we got lucky, scored two goals and won. That's it. Yeah. I just um. Yeah, I think like looking at the stats on paper, it's weird because Enzo and Caicedo are pretty similar in a lot of ways. Um, like there's not that much between them. I so think you'd really have to like dig in to like, yeah, I don't know, man. I think our midfield situation is weird. Like that's that's the bare bare men of bare bones of it. Like I just think like it's a weird. I don't I don't think Gallagher I don't know man. Like is he being used to his full potential in the pivot, which is why he gets the roaming role? And it's like because he did want to be a number ten, but I think we tried that out at the beginning of the season and was like just okay. That's a good way because, to put it. But he just roams so much mm-hmm. that that I just don't know if you can take that out. It's like it's like ingrained in him to be able to be like a free Yeah free player on the pitch somewhere. But then at the same time, like sometimes you need that midfield to be like solid, mm-hmm. but then it's not saying he can't do it. It's just like, 
how long does he last? Like, like towards the end, right, with Conte? I mean, you even see this in other sports. You see this with Rafael Nadal. Like, those, those guys push and push and push and push. And by the end of it, Conte barely played the last two years of his career at Chelsea. And Rafael Nadal, like, just had to stop winning because his, or he had to stop uh, playing tournaments because his knees went out on him. Mm-hmm. Like, when does Gallagher blow a knee? Like, that's what I want to know. I think his biggest thing is that he hasn't played as many international games mm-hmm. as some of these other players have. Like, he hasn't been called up by true. the great Garrett Southgate, you know, like, as much. Like, he's just recently started getting called up. So, his body, it'll be interesting with the Euros. I'm assuming he'll probably get called up to the Euros this coming summer. Um, but I don't think he'll start. So, that'll be a good thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, it's a fair point. I think on our... Yeah. Especially with our it's medical just, staff's track record. <laughs> true. That's just like down the road, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how long can Gallagher keep running himself ragged like this? And maybe he can forever because, I don't know, and that would be great. And I'm not saying he can't. I'm just hypothesizing, like, what happens when you have a player that's in that role constantly like that? And you look at, like, Conte, to your point, though, he played – a lot of international football um, and a lot of a lot of international tournaments that these players aren't going to have the chance to play for at least another couple of years, probably. But, but yeah, man, I don't know. I think our midfield is just kind of like, like, do we need, I think we need like the things that they're doing to translate into goals. Or at least assist. At this point. At least assist. Or at least assist. Something. Yeah. Like, I think Gallagher needs to be having more assists at this point. Yes. We don't like, have... Yeah. I love the energy. I love how much he gives on the pitch. But, like, at the end of the day, like, we've got to win. Mm-hmm. And before this game, we just... We, we didn't score a single goal in the last two games. True. So... Yeah, I mean, I, I just... I don't know, man. Like it seems like we've always had that midfielder that can just unlock the defenses, and that's what we really lack right now. And we thought that was going to be Enzo, but it's yeah. not. Like he isn't unlocking defenses. Like he's not making progressive passes. He's not finding those that space. Every now and then he will, but in Gallagher's, that's just right. not really his game. Right. To unlock defenses. So, it is. It's a, it's a conundrum, for sure. I I do think, though, like, mm, I, I, th- I think this is part of the reason why I'm willing to give Potch the year, is how young our players are. And, like, they do need experience. And, like, we're basically watching them, like, like walk for the first time <laughs> like in, a, in some ways. Yeah. And um, yeah, I know. I know. Cause like on the last podcast you were comparing uh, Potch to Emery and um, some of the other coaches around the league that like just came in and like with these young teams and like with these like teams that don't cost that much. Um, And I think that that's a really fair point. But uh, like as of now, I just, I don't trust 
this team at this time to like be that good. And, and I think that that, that comes down to the experience that we always talk about. And so it's like, I want to be upset (laughs) at like how mid our midfield actually is. And I think that that goes across all three of them um, with Casado, Enzo and Gallagher. And I think if, if pot, if like those three players were like, like, I don't know, maybe there still is time for them to click by the end of the season. But like, I feel like we should be seen more if they were able to do more at this point in time. So I'm leaving a lot of doors open with the things I would say well, purposely, but I just don't think that they're there yet. And there's always a yet with this team, mm-hmm. maybe. But maybe the yet is because they're all freaking 19 years old. True. Or 20 years old. So, I don't know. I think there's a lot of yet. and But right now, our midfield is only so impressive. I don't think it matters the combination in there. Like, right now, until they figure it out. And, like, if they find, like, the magic thing that unlocks something... Then maybe that maybe this conversation change or will change, but like as of now, the way that the players are playing, like I don't know, they all seem a little interchangeable for me. And like energy wise, I would totally go with Gallagher, and he does have a few more assists, or he, he has a few more goal contributions than the other two. And so yeah, I'm with you. I'd pick Gallagher, but I I don't know. I think those think they're all they're all kind of looking the same to me right now yeah and energy level i think sometimes makes it look better than it is even though i do think gallagher is doing pretty well this season overall Mm -hmm. so i'll just say i'll leave it there yeah i think that's fair i mean i don't really i think casado is the only one that you can say is stable just because of his role is different than the other two and the other two can't do what casado can do because he's yeah. a defensive-minded one, the one that's, you know, going to hang back a little more than the one that's going to make the tackles. Whatever. Um, but he's still only doing so, you know, he's still only, like, his, like, highest high right now is still only, like, so high. Like, yeah. it doesn't, he hasn't, like, unlocked his full potential yet. Yeah, for sure. Uh, especially for, like, 100 million pounds. No, so. Dude, it's like 120-something. Because freaking bowling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got we got released. gypped. Yeah. We could have had Declan yeah. <laughs> for 100. An experienced player, you know, but no, we don't want him. I, dude. I mean, Dec- that would have been good. You you buy Declan, you probably keep Mount. Yeah, I don't, care. I don't care about Mason. Like, that's a whole different. I know, I'm just thinking that's a whole different team if they actually bought Declan when Declan was available. Yeah, it would have been a lot smarter move because you buy somebody with experience in the Premier League, you know. And I think he's like two years older than Casado, maybe. But yeah, you know, they yeah. just have your sight set on one person and that's it. And you know, you probably yeah. could have had Declan signed in, in January and then done something crazy like we did with Polisic and Longman back out to West Ham for the rest of the year and something yeah. similar to that, you know. Whatever. Um but our board knows best, Jason, and they did not do that. So whatever. Um <laughs> Because Declan is more of the profile of a player I like than Casado because he can, he is better unlocking defenses than Casado is, and he can defend. So, but yeah, 
Whatever. He, Declan has three goals, one assist hey, this season. Wonder if who one of those going teams straight by goal contribution. We'll talk about uh, who one of those goals came against. Yeah, for real. Ridiculous. Um. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is like he said, like the midfield is so just mudded. Like there's nobody there that's like just a standout. Um. Other than Palmer playing the ten, that's literally it. I think that you. I think that's. It's gonna be interesting when Nkuku comes back because I think Palmer's gonna stay at the ten. I think Sterling will be at the mm-hmm. right and Cuckoo will be on the left and Jackson will be in the middle. And then you're going to have either Enzo Casado or Gallagher Casado in the pivot. Like, I think that's how Posh yeah. will line it up. I think so, I'm okay with that, honestly. I I don't know. We'll, we'll see how they, they play. I mean, it, there's so Like, Mudrick to me is like Werner in some ways. Like, yeah. Like, he, he can get there, he can get down, he can make a cross. But it's just not happening for him. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, he can get down there, he can try a shot. It's just not happening for him. Like, he just isn't producing. And he has a little bit of flair and a little bit of energy. He's fast. And sometimes he's fast. And sometimes I think that masks some things. But then at the end of the day, his game is only so good right now. And he just hasn't come into his own since we bought him last year. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I could totally see... I would be fine with Mudrick not being able to, or like in Cuckoo for Mudrick. I mean, you, you have like to drop somebody. Somebody's getting dropped. Yeah. And you can't drop Palmer. And I, I, no. I mean, and like the thing is, is like Nico is the most obvious one to drop. Nico and Mudrick out of them two. But in Cuckoo's not a striker. Neither is Palmer. Yeah. Neither is Sterling. So. You're going to have to play them. And Nico and Nkuku did have good chemistry in the preseason. So there's that to build off of. So I don't know. Uh, I mean, it's something to work toward. Who knows? Whatever. We'll see. It'll be interesting to see. The the lineup um, tomorrow will be interesting for sure. Yeah. Especially with it being an EFL Cup. With it being an EFL Cup, being on uh, what? What we when was this game? Was this Saturday? So Sunday, Monday, two days rest. Yeah. So you're not looking yeah. at probably Tiago's not starting. Petrovic will no. start. Diasi, Batia Chile, Colwell will start. Do we have any more center backs? Our <laughs> uh, left backs, question. right backs. Do we have any more at this point, Tom? Who's hurt now? Is Kukurea out for a little yeah, bit? Yeah, he had surgery. Re- oh yeah, shoot! I forgot about that. Reese is out. Oh, we got Goose. I'm assuming Gusto. Gusto's. Yeah, he'll get in. Um, will uh, I mean Matt. Good lord, man! I mean it's it's just we're it's ridiculous. So our injury list is insane. Okay, Kukurea apparently is not back until late February. Hey, Bob isn't back till late January. By late January, Petrovic is going to have this starting job locked. Oh. Petrovich era. Yeah. Um, hey, that's what you live for as like a, a as a backup goalkeeper, man. Mm-hmm. This is his moment. He needs to take advantage of it. He does. Uh, yeah, it's ridiculous, man. Good lord, this is insane. Yeah, we have no left back. Both our left backs are. Well, I guess we can put Mats in there, but apparently Posh doesn't rate Mats, and which is weird because he played a shit ton in the preseason. So that is weird. I don't know what happened there. Um. Chilwell looks to be on the verge of coming back. 
So I don't want Chilwell back. Though. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. So whatever. Man, we've lost Kukurea and James to both late February. That is crazy. I think if James look, look Reese, if you're listening to this podcast at all, I yeah, please, please just get the surgery, man. Just get the surgery. Stop playing with the rehab. Just get the surgery. Nip it in the bud. I know you'll miss the Euros, and that's what you don't want to do. But you haven't played a complete 90 minutes this entire season. Yeah. Just get the surgery. Reese, um, he's my favorite. Uh, but it's hard. Yeah, anyway, he's. it's hard to keep, uh, keep gunning for him. Like, it's hard not to yeah. just give it give up i mean he is young but man is he just fragile well interesting i heard this the other day don't know how true it is but i did hear this that lauren actually had the surgery done on her hamstring oh and she hasn't had any issues since then so wow it's one of those things like okay you saw your sister do it (laughs) all right go do it damn and i i really honestly think it is international duty he wants to play for England in the Euros. That's his whole thing. Yeah. Well, if you would have had this surgery last year, you'd be playing for England in the Euros. Like, yeah. whenever you first hurt your hamstring, you could have had the surgery over the summer, you would have been back in time to make it to the Euros. But they, whatever, I don't know if it was his doctors, if it was our doctors, somebody said, don't have the surgery. And that was just a dumb piece of advice he accepted. And I was going to live with the consequences. So... Just had the surgery. Just had the surgery. It's insane. Yeah. Um, Dude, when is Lavia? Okay, so he's looking doubtful. He should be back soon. Close to coming back. He's been training. Yeah. Um. I mean, that's going to be interesting midfield wise when he comes back. No, that's I don't understand. No, it's it's not. He is Casado. It it. I don't know. What are you going to play with two defensive minded midfielders in at that point time? Right. Right. Yeah. I mean. Maybe, I mean, apparently he can carry the ball and progress the ball some. He'll just be a rotational player. Like, I don't understand. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, but that'll be good. Yeah, I mean, Casado can't play every game. Yeah, I mean, the cup games for sure, but we only play like on average one game a week. I mean, there's a couple weeks, I guess, where we have two and he might need a rest. And I guess coming back from international duty. Because I think last time he was like the last one back or something like that. So, yeah, I guess, yeah. you know, in instances there will be times, I guess, where Lavia needs to play. But I still think it was a dumb purchase, and I think it was a spiteful buy, and I think our boards are a bunch of dumbasses for buying it, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, I I think you're right. So, But anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. Anything else? With Chelsea, I don't know, man. I got I got a little depressed about our team just now. So, well, um, I mean, I think Merry it's, Christmas. I think I think it's just one of those things that we're, the reality has sort of set in over these last few weeks, especially with, sure. the, with the couple of losses. That it's sort of like, yeah, okay, we're finishing mid table. We're not going to challenge for top four. It just sort of is what it is at this point. Move on with the season and build from there. I don't know. Because we're young. We're inexperienced. We don't have any leadership. Maybe they catch on and gel at the end of the year. I mean, like, literally, Jason. Literally, our hope is that, hey, if Nkuku comes back, maybe he ends up with 10 goals and 10 assists by the end of the year. 
Like that's our hope right now is in one Dude, player. That'd be awesome. Yeah. See, exactly. That would be the best thing to happen to this team if then Cuckoo comes back and has ten and ten in the second half of the season. Because we wouldn't finish tenth that, at that point in time. We'd actually break through a wall, and there would actually be hope for I mean, next year. If he does that, I mean, there still is potential for Nico Palmer and Sterling to all get to ten goals this season with a few more assists each. Yeah. So I, I think like. That's pretty legit. I mean, or I mean, if if Nkuku comes in, they're all going to get several assists. Uh, yeah, if he gets to ten goals and ten assists, so I I mean, you're looking at like a twenty. He's doing twenty goals plus the other guys are getting those assists. I mean, that's pretty legit. Or he's responsible for twenty goals. He's so. respons- He'll be responsible for twenty goals. I mean, that would be awesome. Which if is, that happens, yeah. I think I think it's an improvement on last season, but man, does that suck to uh, just depend on one player? Yeah, I know that that's like that. the thing. It's like we're literally dependent on one player. That really sucks. That's why our season is like we're not hoping for first, we're not hoping for second, we're not hoping for third, we're not even hoping for fourth or fifth. Our hope isn't even in finishing that. Our hope is literally that Nkuku just comes in and, and unlocks something and we start scoring goals and we play a, a good, decent half of the second half of the season. And we finish seventh. <laughs> I'd take ninth at this point. <laughs> this is great. And we win the FA Cup. Sure. Let's go for it. Not the FL Cup because that's a shit cup and I don't care about it. Uh, we're losing tomorrow anyway. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Aren't we playing, uh, what do we play? Preston, I think, in the FA Cup. Isn't that who we drew? Yeah. Yeah, so they're going to be January the 6th. Yay. We'll see what we can do against Newcastle tomorrow. Yeah, so um, I guess we can just talk about that. Uh, oh, so Jason and me will be predicting. I guess, would we have to do three predictions this episode, Jason? Is that right? Oh, yeah. I need to do a predictions update. Like, at, okay, coming back after Christmas, we'll do. we'll have a predictions update, and I'll have... I'll have listened to all of the episodes back because I'm an idiot and didn't keep up with it the first time. But I will have all of our predictions listed. So. All right. Yes, this is a uh, – we will not. We're going to predict Newcastle, Wolves, and Crystal Palace. We're looking deep into the future, 10 days. We will not be back for – I guess this comes out on the 19th, so it will be nine days technically. We'll be back on the 28th of December. Uh, we are taking a nine-day sabbatical um, for – the holiday season uh, to be with our families and to hang out with them because we just don't feel like recording on like Christmas Eve and like Russian episode then. And then, so it's just, and we don't have time tomorrow. And to be completely honest, we're also trying to time it out to where our hundredth episode is the (laughs) Liverpool episode in, in January, which will be a live episode. Um, that Jason and me will do together. Um, we're gonna. I'm traveling to his hometown to watch the Liverpool oh, match yeah. with him. I'm assuming there will be beer and wings, yep. and then a podcast afterwards. Bourbon, um, bourbon. We'll do beer Turn and wings, drunk. and then bourbon during the bourbon. podcast. Yeah, I owe Daniel some bourbon. I've got to go find it for him, and I just haven't gotten there yet. And I will so pay PayPal. That, that bourbon will probably be there. I'll pay value yeah, okay. the money. I'll get well. Actually, I will get my <laughs> wife to pay value the money because I don't actually have a PayPal. She has the PayPal. So ah, yeah, yeah. I'll get her to pay value the money. But um, anyway, but so long story short, 
We're going to predict three matches because we are we will not have another episode up to the 28th. We're going to skip a Monday, and then we're going to come back and do a midweek episode on the 28th, and then we'll be back to our regularly scheduled programs of yeah. Mondays. And then if there's a midweek game, we'll do it because we have to do one for every match. And then our international movie break, which is Jason's turn to pick a movie this time. Oh, yeah. So I need to find a good way to, for you to pick a movie like you did last time so, so i'll think about that yeah so jason's gonna pick a movie out um and then so we have so this is episode 94 right jason yeah yep so this is 94 so we're almost 100 100 will be the liverpool match in on january 31st and we will hopefully have a good episode because our lat the 50th episode was like a two-hour slog of us talking about how should we fire Potter? Should we not fire Potter? It was the longest episode I think we've ever done. Yeah. And was that also that wasn't Liverpool. That wasn't Liverpool. I don't remember who it was. I just remember it was depressing. And it was like we were so excited yeah. to do our first episode in person. And then it's like, oh, Potter sucks. Is it time to fire Potter? Did we get rid of Potter? <laughs> Potter this, Potter that. Uh, yeah. Freaking anyway, Potter. So long story short. All right, well, let's start with the Newcastle match. Uh, Jason, prediction for tomorrow in Newcastle, or today, technically, when you're listening to this Newcastle match. Yeah, we're losing two to nothing. I'm going. We're losing two one. So okay, uh, like so, but if Nkunku starts, then we'll win. I don't think he starts. two. I don't think he'll start. I think he. I think I he does play tomorrow. Yeah. But I don't think he starts. Okay, but I still stand by. If somehow miraculously okay. he starts, then we win three to two. <laughs> you know what? You know I'm what? just kidding. I don't know. I don't know. I almost want to predict a win because it is the Petrovich era. Oh, it is. Yeah. And technically. Okay, then I'm going two to one loss. You convinced me. I'm picking what you just picked. I don't know, but it's the Petrovich. Does Petrovich let two goals in? That just doesn't sound very Petrovich-like. Hmm. What was the score we played in Newcastle a couple weeks ago? We beat I don't them. like the predictions game. Uh, I mean, oh, we got battered 4-1. We lost. Yeah, we lost. Okay. But that was the Bob era. Based on that, complete 180, we're not going to lose. We're going to win 3-1. Whoa. <laughs> Nice. Petrovic will give up a goal, but we're going to win 3-1. I'm still going to stand by my uh, 2-0 loss. Okay. Nkuku will come on and score a goal. Okay. Nice. I love that. I, just, I hope you're right. I'm putting some good vibes out there, man. Good vibes. And I hope I'm wrong. Uh, so, Sunday, I will go first with the Wolves match. I think we win 1-0. Oh, whoa. Okay. Petrovic with another his second clean sheet in the Premier League. Nice. Um, yeah, I can totally see that score line. I Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm gonna go ooh. I, I wanna I wanna go one oh as well, but I'm gonna go do, do it. Do I'll it. do I'll do a two I'll do a two oh win. Okay. For wolves, for wolves. I mean, for us. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Sorry for the wolves match. For the wolves, the two zero okay. win. For Chelsea us. wins two zero versus. Okay. 
I was confused. I was like, that's a shocking prediction, Jason. I that's confused shocking. myself. That's my bad. I confused <laughs> myself. <laughs> All right. Uh, Palace. Ooh. Um, I'll go. Wait, is that one? That is uh, two days after Christmas. Or it's bo- yeah, two days after Christmas for us. Uh, it's not Boxing Day. Not Boxing um, Day. I think we're going to be up for that one. I'm going to go 3 uh, 1 win. I'm going 2 2 draw uh, because we're going to be fat and stuffed with food and hungover, and it's going to be a 2 2 draw. <laughs> Not, not, but we will, not the players. We will be fat and stuff. Yes, but they will be too. I will probably. Daniel, let me tell you how Christmas works. <laughs> I'm waiting. Oh, we get fat and stuff. <laughs> and the players still have to train because they get paid to do that. Do they, Jason? Because Pop seems to give them a lot of off days. I am going to be picking dressing out of my beard. Watching that match. Hey, me too. I would look. That match is at one thirty. That's prime leftover eating period right there. Oh yeah, that's gonna be so good. There will be some leftovers being eaten during that match. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, I I'm I'm going wild here. So I'll have to listen back to this though. I'm going <laughs> to a lot of games. Okay, I love it. So yeah, um, strictly because we'll have a food and drink hangover. Hey, that'll officially take us through halfway of the season. That'll be 18 games. Oh, no. That'll be, yeah, that'll be 18 games. So, no, 19 games, right? I don't know. We're at 17 now, right? Yeah. Yes, we're at 17. That'll be 19. 17, 18, 19. Yeah, that'll take us through. It does bother me that we won't be like 19 games. We'll we'll be 20 games before the end of the year. And that, for some reason, (laughs) bothers me. (laughs) So, I don't know why. I kind of wanted our episodes to like work out perfectly because I don't think the Preston game is going to be that interesting to talk about. So we'll probably like we can probably delay our halfway talk yeah. after the after the Luton game because that'll be technically game twenty. And we during the Preston game review, we can probably talk about the halfway. Sounds good to me. We'll, so. do, we'll do grades for the halfway point season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll make that more interesting yep. to talk about. Nobody wants unless we lose. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, yeah, it's a risk. Yeah, yeah. It's like you said. All bets are off. We're taking a gamble. We're officially taking a gamble that we're going on a limb and saying (laughs) we're going to beat Preston. Um, Yeah. But, yeah, shout out to, I don't remember the guy's name, but Luton Town's captain went down during the match. Thoughts and prayers to that guy. Hopefully he's all right. Hadn't heard anything bad about it anymore. So, hopefully he's good and recovering. Just want to give a quick shout out yeah. to him. Yeah. Um. Uh. Good vibes all around. Yeah. Positive vibes. Good vibes. Up the blues tomorrow versus New or today when you're listening to this versus Newcastle. Dude, our. Yeah, yeah. Our under eighteen team won last weekend nine to one against somebody. Anyway, let's just bring them up. And let them play Newcastle. That's how I feel about Pro- the EFL Cup. Props to them. Yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to kill the vibe, but yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. That's how I feel about the EFL Cup, man. Just let them play. Let the kids play. I wonder if I can find... Oh, I didn't spell it right. That's why. Let me see. They won... Oh, so... Yeah, they won 9-1 to one against uh, West Brom. <laughs> oh, so here so, is one more talking legit. point that I forgot about, Jason. 
Okay. So if you heard the rumors swirling about Matty Weke, that we're probably going to sell him in the January. Wow. I haven't heard that. Yeah. Thoughts? Uh, I mean, he hasn't been healthy. He doesn't play that much. Uh, when he does, he only does so much. Uh, it's fine. He hasn't really... I don't know. I don't know much about him because okay. I don't see him play. He wears a headband. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, keep him. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things. It's like... Uh, Twitter rates him really highly. But I'm like, I haven't seen anything. Like, I, I, see, it, yeah, and- I see it in spurts. But then mm-hmm. maybe, is that just because he hasn't gotten a consistent run in the team? Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. That's definitely part of it. Mm. Uh, I think that he... Um, man, I can't even find him listed there. He was, yeah, I mean, he's started one match. He's played in six of the matches this season. He's only played 120 minutes this season. Jeez, he's, that's barely over a match. I mean, he's done nothing. So, yeah. like, I don't, I don't know what there is to rate. To be fair, yeah. Uh, I mean, last season he, um, let's see. Uh, I mean, I can't. Last season, I mean, he came in January, so. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't, dude. Seriously, like. There's nothing to see here. Ooh. I'm trying to find his stats. There's nothing to see here. Interesting note, Jason. Cassidy was player of the match for uh, Leicester this week versus Sunderland. Hey. So shout out That's to our, nice. our, our, our another midfielder. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, no, that's great. Uh, yeah, another one that we sent out. Yep. All right. So in lieu of that... Uh, I guess that's it. I don't know anything else this week. We've done a lot. We predicted three matches. That's a lot for our brains to handle. Um, I don't know if you, as the audience, realize the stress and the amount of pressure that Jason and me put (laughs) upon ourselves to give you the best picks that we can. And we're terrible at it. Well, I'm really terrible at it. Jason's not as bad. No, that's not true. You're not terrible at it. Dude, I haven't won. It's a crapshoot. I haven't won one all year. No, I think when I go through the predictions and we come back after Christmas, I, you're going to have a little, a small little Christmas present that <laughs> that shows that you have predicted a couple of these games right. I know it's not a couple. There might be one. Maybe. How dare you refute me publicly like this? <laughs> I will not stand for it. <laughs> oh, man. Jason, tell these people where they can find us. We're on X and we're on Substack. Uh, go, go find some of the great stuff that Daniel uh, talks about because I've abandoned him on there on both. But uh, we're a team, so he, he's still gracious enough to let me hang out here. Uh, but we're on X and Substack at Red White Blues FC. Yeah. I have not written a, a article or blog in a couple weeks because literally there's nothing to say maybe i don't know i said last week i was gonna do one but i didn't so i don't really want to say i'm gonna do one this week and then not do it again <laughs> so who knows yeah um i can't believe we made an hour through this one that's i don't know kind of incredible. The, the enzo the enzo casado gallagher debate was what took so long because we were like yeah 30 minutes when that hit but um anyway 
Listen to us on Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen to your podcast at these days. Um, not Amazon, because Bezos has not given us the bag yet. And until he does, don't support that platform. Um, so. Mm, no, no. Yep. Uh, until, you know, a week, nine days. Uh, have a happy holidays. And we'll catch you guys on the flip side. Hope you all have a very blue Christmas, flippity-floppity. Yeah.